welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Stoop Stories. And I'm so excited about today's episode because it hits to the core of everybody. All of us, Josh. Everybody. All right. Uh, I'm LeDrew Morrell, business coach here at Southwind, sitting with Josh Heron, the CEO of Southwind. Thank you guys for tuning in today. Yep. Glad to, glad to have everybody listening today. I'm uh, interested to hear what this topic is. LeDrew wouldn't even tell me what it was. Yeah, I couldn't we, tell. We talked to him. He was like, man, I'm going to surprise you with this topic. So... We walked in here, so I'm like you guys on the edge of my seat, looking forward to hearing what he's got to say. Yeah, man. So get this, Josh, and listeners. Everybody in the world, man, they just want to shine. And if you're a leader, it's your job to allow them to do so. And, you know, what I've seen through my experience in life and in business and, and in all realms of, of business and in my experience with education, you know, there's a misconception that if somebody else is, is shining, then it diminishes my light. Hmm. But that's just not the truth. And I think we're at a point in time where, man, it's time to uplift others so that they can shine and get an opportunity to become who they're supposed to be. Because right now, if you're a leader, I guarantee you there's someone that exists in your business right now that could do your job and possibly do it better than you. And hopefully they can do it better than you. Let them shine. So that's, you know, that's what I had on my mind today, Josh. The surprise that I had for you <laughs> is, man, it's time to let let everybody shine. Man. That's an action-packed one. And, and the reason why it's so action-packed because it affects us all personally. Yeah. And when we talk about shine, what we really are talking about is self-importance. We're talking about somebody wanting to feel special and letting someone feel special and giving them the opportunity to be looked at in light of something of that, 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 create, that would have admiration some people would admire sometimes feels like a threat to a leader because most people are territorial. This is mine. I have to protect my what I have going to, for me. All of that stuff is... Uh, really natural, a natural feeling. And I think when you're leading people, there's this this kind of line that needs to be walked where, yes, you can be protective over what you've built, but in order to continue to further build or build more or build into a bigger place or build taller or higher, you know, you really have to have help to do that. And in order for you to have help that's motivated, inspired, you have to speak to the needs of the people you're leading. Yeah. So let's go back to your early days, because you apparently you want everybody to shine mm -hmm. and you've never placed a ceiling over others. So, you know, let's go back to, you know, 2015 or so. And you recognized that if given the opportunity, this person could succeed and excel in this area of the business, you know. I think most leaders might struggle with the territory component mm -hmm. of that thing. What does a leader do once someone else can do their job? Yeah, I think, you know, leading through others is what comes to mind when you think about, when you talk about that. It's natural for a leader who's running their business or a business to want to be the heaven and the earth, the end all be all, right, and have the final say. And really, as a leader, if that's the way that you think, you really diminish what you're able to accomplish because there's two of us sitting here on this couch right now. And if you and I were both, the goal was to do a hundred push-ups right now for both of us, you know, 
you you and I are a team, and we're going to do 100 push-ups. Now, I could do all 100, okay? It's going to be really hard for me to do all 100. I've been working out, feeling kind of tired. <laughs> yeah. You know, but if you and I split it 50-50, and I do some and you do some, we actually hit the goal. And if I'm the leader of our team, the objective here is to hit the goal, not for me to do 100 push-ups. Correct. And I think part of it is we're looking for who's going to get the admiration when we win uh, because, like, you know, you did half the work, so naturally you'll want some admiration. But as a leader, I'll have the ability to say, well, actually, you know, he plays for my team. He, he's on my team, and I was the one who actually decided we were going to do the push-ups, so it's my, my win, not his win. And a lot of leaders think in that capacity, and they don't do it consciously. It's a subconscious thing, and I think it comes from a desire of wanting to feel important and feel that you have, you know, that you're the one that's responsible for everything. I think what I learned a long time ago is that letting other people feel like they're, they have a piece or a part in building something with you creates desire, motivation, and inspiration in them and helps them do their best work and ultimately helps you accomplish your goals. It's, uh, as they call, a win-win. Yeah, you know, and I would double down on that and say that in the scenario of us doing 100 push-ups, I would say, hey, you know what? I bet if Nathan joined us over here on this couch, we could split it up in three ways. Yep. So we're now all doing 33-point, you know? Very manageable. Very manageable. But if I try to do them all myself, it's going to be really hard. And that's how leadership is. And I've seen a lot of young leaders or new leaders, people in, in, in our business, who have come in and they've thrown it all on their back and they wanted to do it all themselves. And all it's done is stagnate, it stagnated their growth and not allowed them to accomplish what they wanted to accomplish as quickly as they wanted to accomplish it. Yeah, ultimately because everybody actually wants to shine. You know, and I think as a leader, you have to set that desire aside because what leadership is all about is helping other people achieve their goals and help them get to their final destination. You know, um, that's what a teacher does. That's what a coach does. That's what an executive does. That's what an owner of a franchise does. You, you help others get to a place that they couldn't have got gotten to without your help, um, which has nothing to do with you shining at all. It has you uh, everything to do with you helping others. I think it's important that we explore, we explore the why behind everybody wanting to, to shine and the, the need to feel important and to feel the, you know, whatever the admiration that comes from the win or the publicity or, you know, why that is innate in us. Yeah, I, you know, I think it's because we've been wired to like things that feel good to us and affirmations feel great. Getting pats on the back, man, that feels awesome. Being recognized in front of large groups of others Man, it feels great, and it makes you feel included, important, and influential. Mm -hmm. And you have to rewire yourself to not desire the things that necessarily feel good, but to desire what makes other people feel good. Yeah, you're really in control as a leader when you've recognized it's no longer— there's nobody—once you're at the top of your game, there's nobody lo no longer that you need the affirmation from. Like It now becomes your responsibility to provide that to others. Mm -hmm. We always talk about, I, you know, I've told a leader recently, I want him to imagine that everybody has this gold medallion around their, uh, around their neck, and on top of that gold medallion is an, like a, it's a, it's a, uh, a statement or a quote that says, uh, 
make me feel special because truthfully that's how most people walk around people need to be made feel to feel special and that's where the shine comes from without a doubt that's why there's that desire they need to feel like they're important they need to feel like they're doing something that means something contributing to something that's greater than just being LeDrew or just being Josh now that's fine it's to be just LeDrew but you know what makes LeDrew feel good is if everybody likes LeDrew and everybody wants thinks that LeDrew is good sure you know as a kid and this starts early on because as, as a kid, uh, I coached my kindergarten son's soccer team last year. Um, and so uh, last fall, uh, we were we were coaching. And, and, and coaching kindergarten boys soccer is really hard to do because there's like 10 of them, and they only want to do what they want to do. And sometimes that means not playing soccer. <laughs> we're here for an hour to play soccer. And any time I want them – to do what I need them to do, I simply blow my whistle and I tell one of them how good of a job they're doing. It would sound like this. LeDrew, oh my gosh, you're doing such an amazing job today. Great job paying attention. I really appreciate how good of a job you're doing at soccer. And you know what I notice when I do that? You know what I notice happens? What's that? Everybody straightens up. Because what they really, and when why they straighten up is because they want me to say that about them. Without a doubt. Because that affirmation feels so good, and it makes them feel good about themselves. Yeah, you know, so I think that's the opportunity. There is someone that exists in your sphere of influence that given the opportunity, and if you make them feel important or whatever's on that medallion. I think my wife's got about three of them on hers, <laughs> right? Through maybe more. If you give them that, they'll rise to the occasion every time, just like your soccer team. You had everyone straighten up right after you blew that well, whistle. Well, the secret, the secret of it is, is once I know, so as a human being, once you know as LeDrew that I think, as Josh thinks LeDrew is good, LeDrew is predetermined and... Uh, you know, he's thinking about me not he, – he doesn't want me to not think he's good again. He already knows I think he's good. Now he's going to fight hard to make sure that I keep that same perspective yeah. of not him. Not going to let you down. He doesn't want to let me down, so that means he's going to generate more effort today yeah. because I told him he was a good – he did a great job. What he doesn't – now he wants – he's like, man, I don't want him to change his mind about me. Without a doubt. You know, don't change your mind. Uh, I, I am good, and I'm going to prove it to you. Yeah, so, so leadership – is all about making others feel important. Is that yeah. what I hear you saying? I think it's a lot about it. And I th when you're leading people, I think that – I don't even think, man. I, I know that when you're leading people and you help them feel like they're accomplishing something great, if you help them feel good about the work that they're doing, it's easier for them to do it and they like doing it more. That's a fact, and I've seen that. So let's talk about it in, tact in a tactical form. You know, you you're a leader. I, I'm a leader. Uh, we have the ability, and the you know, we get the you know, we're lucky. We get to lead other people and get to help make their life better. So as a leader, we talk about leading through others and giving them, uh, you know, I guess the, the word I would call it would be like giving them an opportunity to do something new. Uh, one thing I just we just met with the Kansas City Junk team for Q2, and one of the suggestions I gave them was to allow someone else in their leadership group to lead a morning meeting, because uh, a really important morning meeting called the sprint. 
because right now the only person who leads that meeting is the head guy. And when the head guy relinquishes duties to someone else, even for the day, that shows that they trust you, that they believe in you, and that they think you're going to do a good job and help move us forward, which makes me want to try harder, makes me want to learn more, and makes me want to do the best job I can because I don't want to let that person down. Yeah, the preparation is going to be tremendous. Yeah, what's the big deal? He trusted me. Without a doubt. And so as a leader, we talk about leading through others. I, I, you know, I always, you know, I honestly feel bad for the leaders that feel like they're isolated and they have to do it on their own. You know, like I think there's a lot of leaders that are listening here or that I've worked with that don't, they, they struggle to lead through others and they become the center of their own universe. All things run through them. And when all things run through you, you don't have time to do a whole lot because everybody's asking you questions all the time and your people become disabled by the ability to like, they have to get your permission for everything. Hey, I'm thinking about doing this. Is that okay? Hey, I was, uh, this move needs to be made. What do you think about that? Yeah. And then you don't get to do things that help grow your business because you're sitting there answering questions that your people are capable of provide of, of providing to the, to the other people in your business. Or solutions, they're they're capable of solving their own problems. And instead of saying, giving them the ability to shine, as you will, and say, "Hey, man, what do you think?" And then you answer, and I and I and I validate, it and I say, "Wow, you're exactly right. Great job. Hey, everybody, LeDrew just came up with the X Y Z, and LeDrew's feeling like a million bucks. And everybody's like, "Oh man, LeDrew." He's shining, right? He's shining, I want to yeah. shine too. I got an idea too. Yeah. Hey, let me give you my idea. Have you heard from mine? I'm gonna write you a thing so you can see what I'm talking about. Yeah. And that's how you generate this community of people trying to achieve more. Yeah. You know, uh, this this reminds me of our quarterlies in at Lake Tahoe, and if you remember, there was a presentation where we discussed become less to become more. Yeah. And that's all about what you just, you know, um, gave us the visual for letting others have a platform to lead, increase their level of investment and give them the ability to shine. You know, I think I look at the NBA. I saw something recently where I think it's the Nets. Is it the Nets, Nathan, where they had this new power team constructed? They, they found out that I can actually become less to become more because the more I let others around me shine and have the opportunity to lead, the bigger the opportunity, the team, the outcome gets. When you've got three people doing push-ups, you find out after you've done your 33.3, that, hey, you know what? Like, can we all go to 40? Yeah, we all go to 40, yeah. and now we have a bigger grand total. And we say, wait, before we were doing 50 a pop. You think we could all do 50 a pop? Then we all do 50 a pop. And then we get in great shape or we see someone else walk by and say, hey, you want to come join our team of doing push-ups? And then next thing you know, we're doing 200 instead of 100. It's become a movement. It's become a movement. I've become less to become more by way of allowing other people to move forward in their careers. And ultimately, that's what people want. They want to feel like they're moving forward, and they actually want to move forward. So if we allow them the, the opportunity to do that, we're going to create a massive movement and tremendous growth in our organizations. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I think that uh, just the concept from a leadership standpoint, when you think about a leader, 
You generally think about somebody standing up in front of everybody, leading the way, which is that person I would venture to guess has all of the shine. All of it. <laughs> but the best leaders that I know and the best ones and and somebody I aspire to be is the, the leader who is with the team and everybody's moving forward together because I believe that in order for us all to progress, it takes all of us to believe. And without the belief that we can all do it together, nobody moves forward. Or it just takes a whole heck of a lot longer. And so, you know, yeah, I understand that. In here, I'll just tell you, you know, being vulnerable, man, I used to be the shine guy. I wanted to shine. I remember a very vivid story in 2000, I believe it was 2018. It wasn't very long ago. In 2017, you know, there was a award we wanted to win, and I think I've told you the story. I'll share it for the the listeners here. But there was an award I wanted to win at 1-800-GOT-JUNK called the Can You Imagine Award. I wanted that award so bad, man. I believe I remember the first time I saw that award get be given out was my first kickoff. It was 2008, and I'm in Vancouver for the first time, and I'm just really excited. I feel the energy, and they come to the award ceremony. And at the time, our business was really small, and we weren't up for any awards. We didn't do it very well at the time. But there was this guy, his name was Mark Rubin, and he ran the DC Washington, D.C. franchise, and it came to the last award of the night. It's a Can You Imagine Award kind of the marquee award, if you will. And uh, Mark had done this thing where he collected laptops for African children. Like hundreds of laptops for African children. He bundled them up and they sent them to Africa somewhere. I'm not sure exactly where. Uh, So they have computers. And he got an award for that. And I thought to myself, wow. Man, that's it. If I could ever one day win an award like that, I'll tell you what, LeDrew, man, I'd be, that'll be, then I'll have all the shine. That's I all the shine I need. Accomplished everything I yeah. want. And, you know, I'd be happy because if I get this, then I'm happy. If I get the admiration that I believe that I deserve and I get to show everybody, you know that Josh Heron, he's, he's somebody. He is somebody. Then it would make then it would make my life better. I would feel good about myself. My wife would be proud. My mom, she would be proud of me. Everybody would be proud of me, and I could, you know, I could carry on my life with pride and hold my hand head up high. Lots of shine. Lots of shine. All the shine, right? Comes to 2017, and it was, a, and we had had an incredible year the year before. Maybe this is 2018. So. Uh, it was for the awards for 2017. We had an incredible year. We ended up winning Franchise of the Year for You Move Me, Franchise of the Year for 1-800-GOT-JUNK, and then finally the Can You Imagine Award came through. And we were awarded, Tyler and I were awarded the Can You Imagine Award. That next day, I had the worst feeling I had ever felt in my entire life, and it wasn't a hangover. It was like I never felt what depression felt like, but that's exactly what I believe it was that I was struggling with. It was it was just this empty feeling in recognizing that I had built something up so much in my life, but it meant so little at the end of the day. And you know what? You know what? I've never had depression after doing giving somebody else shine, watching somebody else that I've helped 
win something or achieve their goals. I never felt depressed. But when you set something centrally on you feeling good personally and you build it up and then you actually achieve it, there's this letdown, and I think it's scientific. I, I, I don't know what exactly is, but I've read some stuff about it, and I can tell you this. Uh, we build things up in our mind that really aren't what they are, what you, what you believe them to be. Yeah, without a doubt. <clears throat> you know, I say we must cannibalize ourselves or else the universe will, the market will, your people will. And if you don't learn that you have to become less to become more, you experience what you experienced with the Can You Imagine Award. I had the same outcome um, when I reached the pinnacle of my coaching career by becoming a head coach. That's all I had ever wanted. And I wanted all the shine, which is why I wanted it. Um, and it. And it leaves you empty for sure. But when you learn to rewire yourself and fall in love with all of the things that help the whole machine move forward, you actually win in that regard, which is all about helping other people develop or have the opportunity to lead and become their, the best version of themselves. That will never get old. Yeah, I think sometimes people just want respect and influence. To be looked at in a way that other people respect and that they listen to. right? And I think that is a big component of the shine, the shine that we talk about. Um, and I think that sometimes you can, you can get that without being the center of the universe. Actually, it's easier to do that the more successful you are. And the easiest way to become successful is doing things in a way where you're leading through others and that they're scalable and you're growing beyond what other, other people know is possible. So I would say this. Uh, for today's episodes, here's what you do. You go to the organization that you exist in on a day-to-day -day basis and find a way to make others feel important Find an opportunity for someone else to lead in a capacity in a new way, in a new capacity. Give them an opportunity to shine. Find a way to become less so that your people can become more. Those three things right there. Yep, very nice. And we're well on our way uh, to of staying, Nate, off the stoop. Get off the stoop. Get off the stoop, man.